Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is Iran, banks, caterpillars, bugs, and wheat. I know, it's an unusual topic, but I've got some really important information to share with you. But before I do, let me remind you that we're not going to be having a Bible study this particular Friday as we're having a birthday celebration. And whose birthday it is, you probably don't want to know. Anyway, uh, also, I'm reminded that I don't know what's going on, but I mean, I thought summer was over, but we're, we're just, if you could help us, God has blessed you, you could help us, now would be a really good time. Uh, and I'll, I'll just leave it there. Anyway, first thing we're going to talk about is Iran. Iran apparently has made an attack drone. And according to Vicky Goforth Parnell, Iran and Iraq are actually buddies and have teamed up and have some very advanced technology that, A, we do not know about, and it is apparently very deadly. This is just probably the tip of the iceberg. So they unveiled an attack drone capable of bombing Israel into the Stone Age. Now, you remember the scripture says that even though the whole world comes down to attack Israel, they will not be successful. That's the whole point of Armageddon. Jesus returns literally to destroy all the armies of the devil that are coming down to Israel. Anyway, so it unveiled a new drone and climbed uh, and claimed that uh, capable of striking nuclear facil- facilities inside Israel. And Tehran claims that it has a range of around 1,240 miles and can stay aloft for about a day, carrying a 660-pound explosive payload and can reach speeds of more than 130 miles an hour. Yeah, that is pretty impressive. And remember, Iran shot down one of our most advanced drones, so they can reverse engineer that technology, and rest assured, a lot of that technology is in this drone. Now let's talk about banks closing. Now I know you're going to say this. Wait a minute, we already talked about this. Yes, (laughs) we have talked about banks closing. But these are new ones just in the last few days. Major bank with over 200 locations set to close down six of them, and there's more. Final week's Macy's shuts down another location for good after 50 years. What's going on? CVS Pharmacy to close major location in weeks. They're going to shut down 300 stores by 2024. What's going on? I think that the powers that be are warning their buddies and letting them know, you know, you, you need to understand the dollar's about to go to worthless and you need to start cutting back or you're going to be in trouble. Need to get a haircut or you're in trouble. And they're doing a financial haircut. Now let's talk about the internal revolution. Remember, Dimitri was told the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. I think this is very interesting. If you read between the lines, what Donald Trump is saying here may be hinting at a date. For the first time in three years, brave American patriots will be able, in court, 
to show how the presidential election of 2020 was rigged and stolen. Now, let's skip to the bottom line. And he says, we cannot let it happen again. Is that just saying, be sure and go vote for me? Or is that saying that they have plans to see to it militarily that it doesn't happen again? Giuliani surrenders in Fulton County, Georgia, calls prosecution enemies of the Republic. And I hate to say this, but I agree with him. He says the people that are doing this, in other words, these indictments, are enemies of our Republic, of a nation. True. He said that he is defending the rights of Americans by going into this court. He's reminding us that he made New York City the safest city in America. And he says, the enemies of a republic are destroying rights, sacred rights. They're destroying my right to counsel, my right to be a lawyer. They're destroying his right to counsel. It's not accidental that they've indicted all as lawyers. Now, apparently that's a different kind of indictment I'm not familiar with. Never heard of that before in America. It's going to come for you. or They're going to come for you is what, the way we would say that today. They're going to come for you when the political winds shift, as they always do. They weren't just coming for him or me. I like how Trump says it. They're not after me. They're after you. In other words, they want everybody to take the mark. He's right. They are after us. It's just that Trump and these other people are standing in the way. They are the ones that are standing up and fighting. I'm really imploring the people and all the peoples around the world. For God's sake, stop giving your democratically elected governments the benefit of the doubt. They are not deserving of that. They are not. Stop rationalizing whatever your government is doing. Try Stop rationalizing and come up with some good intentions. They have no good intentions. Never, as I said before, in the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite concerned about the well-being of regular people. And it isn't any different now. Why should it stop giving them the benefit of the doubt? Because I can tell you, you cannot comply your way out of a tyranny It is impossible. Trying to do so, you will only feed a gigantic alligator in the hopes of being eaten last. But guess what? Your turn will come, and then you will be the one swallowed up. I also have to ask the people, end your silence. Speak up. For God's sake, stop complying. Start rebelling. They're out to get you if you do not resist. I would also urge you to stop voting for those who inflict this psychological abuse on you, who mock you for their own good. In order to deal with this unfree world, to defy this unfree world, I have decided to become so absolutely free that my very existence is an act of rebellion. And that's what we all need to do. Many millions believe that violence 
justifies to keep Trump from the presidency and others for the presidency. This is very interesting. He says nearly 12% of the Americans, some 30 million or more, say that using violence would be justified if that's what is needed to keep President Donald Trump out of the White House. 7% say violence is justified to prevent the prosecution of Donald Trump. 17% say it could be used to ensure members of Congress do the right thing. And 12% would allow it to restore the federal right to abortion. In other words, Americans are ready to shed Americans' blood. Let me say it again. Americans are ready to shed Americans' blood. The internal revolution is probably just a drop of blood away. The indictment is radicalizing support for Trump, but that's not the only source of radicalization. 18 million people believe that the U.S., that the use of force is justified to restore Trump, and more than two-thirds of those believe that the 2020 election was stolen. Almost the same number believe, however, that the Biden administration's attacks on Trump are now intended to hurt his campaign going on 2024. Remember, the angel said the fall of America will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists. Could this be the started by the communists? 30 million people believe that violence is warranted to prevent Trump from assuming the president. That is almost double the number who believe that violence is warranted to assure that Trump does become president. So what we're saying is twice the number of people are ready to shed blood to see that Trump becomes president. So is this the internal revolution? It may very well be. Now let's talk about men as caterpillars. Open floodgates at Arizona border allow thousands of migrants to walk into the country. Now we've heard about this, and you don't need me telling you more about that. We have a southern border that has no walls, no gates. It's come one, come all. But today I'm going to take you to the scriptures, and I'm going to show you exactly what God says about this. So here's what happened. I looked up the word caterpillars. I found it is in four verses in the Bible. So I was going to skip by the first three because I know what the fourth one says. But I took a few more seconds to read the verses, and I thought, whoa, okay, this is important. I'm going to cover this. So the first case of caterpillars, 2 Chronicles 6.28. If there be a dearth in the land, what's a dearth? In other words, there is like a famine, okay? No water, no food, something big, big, big is going wrong. If there be a dearth in the land, if there be pestilence, if there be blasting, in other words, that's like high winds, or mildew, or locusts, or caterpillars, if their enemies besiege them in the cities of their land, whatsoever sore, whatsoever sickness there be, then what prayer or supplication soever shall be made of any man, or of all the pe- of thy people Israel, when everyone shall know his own sore and his own grief, and shall spread forth his hands in the house. In other words, when a nation is experiencing what America is experiencing right now, if they'll do this, is what he's about to say. Then hear thou from heaven thy dwelling place, and forgive and remember, render, every, render to every man 
according to all his ways, whose heart thou knowest, that they may fear thee to walk in thy ways so long as they live in the land which thou gavest to their fathers. Now, the thing I thought was interesting is caterpillars here is referring to the little pests, the little varmints. And it's really kind of referring to caterpillars as men here in just a second. But hang on. Now let's jump to Psalms 105. He sent darkness. We have two or is it three prophecies saying that three days of darkness are coming our way. Others say ten days of darkness. He sent darkness and made it dark and they rebelled not against his word. He turned their waters into blood and slew their fish. Have we not heard that there are fish up that are dying, floating on the surface? Some of them are beaching themselves. A lot of this fits. Their land brought forth frogs in abundance. And not been a whole bunch of that yet. And they spake, and there came divers sort of flies and lice in all their coasts. We haven't seen that yet. However... And he gave them hail for rain. I personally had to replace the roof on my house in the last 30 days because hail. Hail for rain and flaming fire in their land. And there's over a thousand people that are missing. There's probably around 150, probably, if the truth be known, probably around 11 or 1,200 dead in Lahana Maui. Flaming fire in their land. Does that ring a bell? He smote their vines also in their fig trees and break the trees. Probably there's been a lot of trees broken from the hail and the wind. He spake and the locusts came and the caterpillars. Now there's the word we're looking at, caterpillars, that without number, okay, we've heard, I read it on the program, that locusts have hit, now not caterpillars, in terms of the little insects. And did eat up the herbs of their field and devour their fruit. He smote them also in the firstborn. Now, obviously, he's referring specifically to the days of Moses. However, when a nation falls away from God, this is what happens. Let's go on. Now, the next instance of caterpillars is in the very bottom line, which I will read. The Lord had brought forth our righteousness. Come and let us declare in Zion the work of the Lord our God, that is speaking of Israel, and that is a time stamp. When we see Israel begin to call on other Jews, saying, everybody in Israel, got to return to the Lord our God. Has that happened? No, not even close. I think it happens probably the last four or five months before Jesus returns. So that's a date stamp. Now he says that when you see Israel, that's what it's really saying, when you see Israel begin to return to the Lord their God. Then make bright the arrows, gather the shields, that the Lord has raised up the spirit of the kings of the Medes, that would be Iraq. For his devices against Babylon, that would be America, to destroy it because of the vengeance. Now that word vengeance is almost exclusively reserved for the fall of America near the end of the tribulation. The vengeance of the Lord, the vengeance of his temple. Set up the standard. I want you to look at that word. Because... I think it's only found like two or three times in the Bible. And in almost every case, it's talking about America. And it's talking about, uh, let's put it this way. When God does bring judgment, he lifts up the standard. And what is the standard? In specific, it's the Ten Commandments. And in general, it's his word. So he lifts up the standard and says, 
How's everybody doing according to what I have said? And then he judges accordingly, and of course the judgment is not good. Oh, by the way, if you want to know more about where the Bible is talking about America, this past Friday in our Bible study, I covered two of the chapters. The whole hour and a half was talking about American Bible prophecy. Anyway, let's go on. Verse 12, set up the standard upon the walls of Babylon means lift up the Ten Commandments, lift up my word on the walls of Babylon. Now, years ago when I taught on this, walls of Babylon didn't mean much. But today, there's a really, really big wall between us and Mexico. And it's saying, set up the standard upon the walls of Babylon. Today, America does have walls. And it's saying, I'm bringing my judgment according to what my word says. Make the watch strong. That's not the watch watching over America. That is the watch that has been given to our enemies to watch over our destruction. Make the watch strong. Set up the watchmen. Prepare the ambushes. So America is going to be ambushed. For the Lord hath both devised and done that which he spake against the inhabitants of Babylon. It's coming. O thou that, this is another confirmation, it's talking about America. O thou that dwellest upon many waters. If you go into Revelation 18, those same words can be found in, like about verse 15. O thou that dwellest upon many waters, abundant in treasures, that would be America. Thine end is come in the measure of thy covetousness. What is covetousness? Covetousness is when you have been blessed, you got lots of money, but you want more. You're never satisfied. No matter how much money you make, you always want to make another dime, and you're never thinking about the people around you to give and to support. The Lord of hosts has sworn by himself, saying, Surely I will fill thee with men as with caterpillars, and they shall lift up a shout against thee. That's our southern border, really, and our northern border, too. And they're probably bringing them in by air, too, maybe even bus. In other words, it is not the elite It is not the Democrats, though they are being used. It is the hand of God bringing this nation down. It is the hand of God that is bringing in men as if they were caterpillars. In other words, by the thousands, or actually in the case of this, by the millions. They shall lift up a shout against thee. They have already started to complain about the nation that they call the most wonderful, the most blessed nation. And you watch that shout is going to get even bigger. This is scary, and it has to do with our battle when America falls. Once again, it says, set up the standard in the land. Blow the trumpet among the nations. Prepare the nations against America. Call together against her the kingdoms of Ararat, that would be Turkey. Mini, that would be uh, eastern Turkey. And Ashkenaz, is what we call today the, the Ashkenazi Jews or Kazakhstan, uh, Ukraine, and that area. Appoint a captain against her, cause the horses to come up as the rough caterpillars. Prepare against her the nations, with the kings of the Medes and the captains thereof and all the rulers thereof and all the land of his dominion. So that's the second place where it says Iraq is going to be one of the nations that attack us. And the land shall tremble in sorrow, for every purpose the Lord shall be performed against Babylon, America, to make the land of Babylon a desolation without an inhabitant. There's never been a time in history to where 
a nation's been conquered and no one ever lives there again except the ancient Babylon. And it happens again. History repeats itself or prophecies repeat themselves. So why is it that there's never an inhabitant in America anymore? Because of radiation from the nuclear weapons going off. The mighty men of Babylon, or America, have forborne to fight. They remained in their holes, or their foxholes. Their might has failed. They became as women, and they have burned her dwelling places. Her bars are broken. In other words, there's kind of going to come a time when our fighting men will not go out and fight. Instead, they stay in their foxholes, they stay in their houses, and as they see the invading armies come, they burn their houses, they burn, they destroy everything they can, which is a common practice when another nation is taking over that nation. They don't want to leave anything behind for them to use. One post shall run to meet another, one messenger to meet another, to show the king of Babylon America that her city has been taken on one end. Now, why would they be using posts? In other words, kind of like the Pony Express. Why would they be doing that in a modern nation? I'll tell you why. Because there's been so much EMP from all the nuclear weapons going off. All of our modern communications do not work. Cars don't start. Uh, Cell phones don't work. Nothing electronic works because EMP has burned it all out. Every computer chip in America, probably all of them at this point, has all been burned. Who knows? Again, we'll send you to empshield.com to get you a device to put on your car and your house where hopefully you can make it past that. Use the promo code PROPHECY. It helps your Prophecy Club and gets you a $50 discount. For thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, the daughter of Babylon is like a threshing floor. What is a threshing floor? That's where they lay out the wheat and they take a flail, which is kind of like what Bruce Lee used to call them nunchucks, which is a stick and another stick tied together by a rope or chain, and then they beat that wheat. That's what this is saying. America is like a threshing floor. The wheat is being beaten to separate the hay and the stubble from the wheat berries. In other words, to separate those that are really Christians from those that are just tares, you see. The daughter Babylon is like a threshing floor. It is time to thresh her, yet... A little while, and the time of her harvest shall come. And that's exactly what the Lord has told us. As the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. Let's keep going. I'm running out of time here. Cell phone is tracking you. I've told you many times, cell phone's not going to be your friend. It's not. Twelve U.S. states now using a mobile device, driver's license, as divide driver's licenses that require face scans to prove your identity. I'm telling you, cell phone. You mark my word, cell phone is going to become your greatest enemy. It's how they can track you. Major League Baseball launches biometric face scans to identify fans at increasingly number of ballparks, and it lists them. In other words, you can't go to a ball game without letting them scan your face. Right now, you can't go across our borders without getting your face scanned. California Church, find... 1.2 million for defying COVID lockdowns and sues government for spying on worshipers. Now, the point is not that it's a California church, but the point is that it's a church. And yes, they got fined $1.2 million, but 
They are standing up to this. The government used mapping software to track worshipers to see when they were on the church premises. And as long as they call it research, they say, any level of government can target and spy on any individual or group at any time they want to, and the collected data can be used against those individuals. The point is, here's a case where they tracked Christians by their cell phones. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark on the right hand or in the forehead. And that no man might buy or sell, save he had the mark of the name of the beast, or the number of his name, here is wisdom, let him that hath an understanding count the number of the beast, for his number of man is the number is three hundred, three thousand, three score, six hundred, three score and six. Are accused of using geofencing, which is a location-based tool used by the government to track individuals through their cell phone data. I'm telling you that when the time comes, you don't want to be tracked, trash your cell phone. They can find you by your cell phone. And by the way, if you have a new car that's electronic, I'm not talking about necessarily electrically powered, but if it has the modern electronics, you better get out of that too. A team of researchers collaborating with Melbourne-based startup Cortical Labs received a $600,000 grant. What? What are they doing? They're merging human brain cells with computer chips. I've been talking about this for many years. I said many years ago, this is what I think they're going to do. I think that they're going to one day have a human being linked to a quantum computer, and that is going to be the image of the beast. And so then no man buy by ourselves, say we had the mark of the beast. See what I'm saying? See where we're going? Okay, now let's go to bugs or wheat. The Gateway Pundit says the greatest Great Reset report reveals that globalist climate organizations' goal to ban meat, dairy, and your private vehicles in 14 U.S. cities by 2030. 14 major American cities are part of a globalist climate organization known as the C40 Cities Climate Leadership Group, which has an ambitious target by the year 2030 to get zero meat consumption, zero dairy consumption, and only three new items of clothing per year, zero private vehicles, so they want us to go back to walking, I guess, one short-haul return flight. You can only get on a short airline flight, and that is only once every three years. So a lot more people are starting to think maybe we really are in the tribulation. But this is all supposed to happen in the next seven years. By 2030 is their goal. Check all food labels, even products you have, been, you have bought for years, because it is harder to find foods not bioengineered in grocery stores. These days, foods full of toxic GMOs are out there. And of course... I guess everybody's a favorite, uh, a fan of Oreos. It's the number one cookie in the world. This is their cereal. But what they point at is down here at the bottom, it contains bioengineered food ingredients. Now, why are they doing that? Do you think that that's going to increase their sales? I don't think it's going to increase their sales. I don't think they think it's going to increase their scale, their sales. So why are they doing it? They're doing it because the powers that be, possibly people that own them, or possibly people that make them bank loans, 
have convinced them that this is a good idea. It goes on to say there are different ways food can be labeled. In other words, they're try- it's not just so obvious. Some of them say contained bioengineered food ingredient. That would be the obvious ones. Some, a symbol on the black and white or color. Some are an electronic QR code or digital link. Companies may also use terms such as genetically modified organism or GMO and genetic engineering on their labels, but they must use bioengineered food or, quote, contains a bioengineered food ingredient to comply with the law. What the article is suggesting is that all of a sudden we need to start actually reading those labels or we're going to start be eating bugs. And of course, I'd recommend you go to josephkitchen.com and get yourself some wheat. I did decide not to put it on here, but I just got an email today where someone had some official place was touting all of the wonderful benefits of eating wheat. And uh, I have wheat almost every day in my my bread. Josephkitchen.com. Go check it out. Let's talk about Joseph Kitchen. I actually cooked this loaf of bread you're seeing here. Takes me about 10 minutes to put the ingredients together, put it into a bread machine, push a button, two hours to 20 minutes later, I get a loaf of bread out like that. Now, if you cut that loaf of bread that weighs about three pounds, the loaves you get in the store have most of the good stuff removed. The loaves you get in the store are about a pound. That's three pounds because it's got the good stuff still in it. Cut that into 14 slices. And if I eat a slice in the morning and the afternoon, I'm satisfied. So on that basis, one loaf can sustain, and it states everything we want, can sustain a person, one person, for a week. Based upon that, it'll get you excellent nutrition. It tastes good, long storage life, 10 minutes to combine the ingredients, 2 hours, 20 minutes to make it. Other wheat that you order arrives in paper bags, which means bugs, rice, humidity can get a hold of it and ruin it. But at Joseph Kitchen, they send it out in 100 mil thick buckets. Gives you long shelf life. It's stackable. The nitrogen infuses that hopefully gives it a lot, much longer shelf life, kills bugs and things like that. Easily resealable. Keep in a comet controlled area. And they have it in stock. This is a picture, an actual picture of part of the warehouse. Here's another picture of the, these. Actually, each one of those boxes holds 2,500 pounds of wheat. And I think they've got 54 of those boxes, a bunch of them. So Joseph's Kitchen can ship it to you right now. You go to most of these places, they say out of stock. So here's what you want to do. Everybody needs to get a machine package. These are the things that you need to grind the wheat berries, put them into a grinder. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put that into the bread machine along with six other ingredients, push about two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice hot loaf of whole wheat bread. Then you have to decide how much food you want. You want food two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. And if you want to make certain you have it when the electricity goes down, you can also get yourself a solar generator all at josephskitchen.com. josephskitchen.com. Terry Saka with cornerstoneassetmetals.com. So what's going on in the world of finances? Why should they call today? Well, China has laid out in a speech a few weeks ago exactly what they think of the United States. I haven't seen that in my 55 years. With China and Russia forming these reserve currencies, 
new reserve currency, we better be prepared because that dollar is going to be in deep trouble and we're going to need assets to protect us from it. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Call them or go online. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com or call them at 888-747-3309. 888-747-3309. Next is, I'll send you to EMPShield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car. Okay. And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery. You put the black wire to the black side of the battery. And the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here. Just peel that off. Stick it inside of the, 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 the engine compartment of your car. And the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car. Because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days, you couldn't possibly replace them all. Throw the car away. So, empshield.com, promo code PROPHECY. Secret door to understand Bible prophecy. It will help you to understand. It's not complicated, but it is deep. Because to understand Bible prophecy, well, let's put it this way. I wish I had had the book 30 years ago. It would have helped me understand Bible prophecy. It would have put so many misunderstandings that I have had through the years in place. Matter of fact, when, when I started getting these 30 revelations, because I memorized the book of Revelation, I learned a lot. <laughs> I mean, I, I learned a lot I did not know. I mean, I think I went to school with Jesus and I don't think I'm something special. Matter of fact, I don't even think it came because I memorized the book of Revelation. I think you're something special. I think he gave the book to his end-time saints, his end-time watchmen, so that you can explain to people, so you can be a part of the great move of God, the great harvest, the thousands upon thousands of souls that are about to come to Jesus. And if you want to share in that harvest, you need to be able to explain Bible prophecy and the Holy Spirit is not going to put up with you teaching a bunch of errors. you got to know what you got to know. And that is, got to kick out that idea of thinking that there's going to be a pre-trib rapture. It's not going to happen. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. There's other things, you know, you've you got to learn. And this is, this is the reason I think he gave the book. Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Prophecyclub.com. Prophecyclub.com. 